Hello listeners, welcome to the Water Podcast. We've got Tammy right here again. Hello everyone, it's such a great delight to be back here to speak. Thank you for the opportunity. Today we'll be looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. Would you like to read? Okay, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. I'll be reading the New Living Translation and it says, Each time he says, my grace is all you need. Our verse for today um, was Jesus' response to Apostle Paul's plea when he was going through a tough time like many of us do, if not all of us. Um, would you just permit me to read from verses 6 to 9 for better understanding of that's, the background? Um, it reads from the New Living Translation as well. It says, if I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth. But I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Even though I've received such wonderful revelations from God. So to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weaknesses. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Amen. 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 This is such <laughs> such a challenging verse. And, it is. It is. Um, I like us to um first examine this um concept. You know, someone must be thinking that um so the Christians go through tough times. Um, I thought it was all a smooth ride if we come to Christ. What do you have to say about that? Absolutely, Christians go through tough times. I mean, as long as you're in this world, you you will have tough times. Um, the world is not perfect. And um, we'll, it will never be perfect until we get to heaven anyway. So mm-hmm. we're always going to have tough times. But um, it's important that we always let people know when we're trying to um, win them for Christ or tell them to come to Christ that it's not um, a smooth ride where you just go at 110 degrees with no 110 kilometers, beg your pardon, with no potholes, no checkpoints, nothing. You're just moving and having a cruise and enjoying life. Life in Christ is not, we, we, we were never told that life in Christ will not have um, challenges. We we're only told that the, the, that the Lord will be with us through the challenges. So challenges will come, but that's why the Bible has assured us that the grace of God is sufficient for us in the time of challenges. Um, this is a very important point, thank you, um, because it's important that Christians understand that the life of a Christian guarantees eternal life but does not eliminate life's challenges. That's correct. Um, we are short of God's presence when we walk through the valley of shadow of death. From one of the popular Psalms, Psalms 23, mm. David said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Mm. For the Lord is with me. Yeah. So God guarantees us of his presence, mm. not that he would eliminate mm. the troubles, but that he will be with us even when we go through the trouble, even when we go through near-death experiences, mm. he's right there. Mm. And correct. 
and, and you don't always feel his presence. You know, sometimes we go through these things and we ask God, where are you? Mm. He's right there. Even yeah. when you don't feel it, mm. he's still right there. Yeah. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's also important for us to know that um, um, God loves us so much. And um, though we might be in these challenges, like we've been using the word challenges, we've been calling it challenges, he still loves us. And um, he's not up there looking at us and saying, okay, you're going through challenges. I'm just going to look away and do something else right now. He is there with us because the Bible clearly tells us in Romans chapter 8 and um, verse 28 that... Um, God loves those who are his children and he makes all things work together for their good. Amen. So there might Amen. be challenges, Amen. like I said earlier, but it's part of the phase of life. You know, um, um, like I was using the analogy of the road. Mm. Um, sometimes we have a police checkpoint, mm. but they are there for the safety of the road. Mm. And you, so the, the, the driver might be thinking, oh, but I'm trying to catch up. I'm mm. trying to meet mm. up. I have an appointment, whatever it is, mm. but you're stopped, you're checked, and um, their presence on the road, though it might delay you, but it would it would bring about safety for some other people. Mm. So when we go through these things, we should always remember that God is there with us, and he has told us that all things work together for our good. So mm. whether they be bad, whether they be good, mm. eventually it's part of our life script. Mm. We are fulfilling. We are, we are we are acting out our a script written by God, mm. and we cannot eliminate the horrific part mm. or or and leave just the comedy. Mm. Everything together makes it a complete masterpiece. Complete story. And all things work together for our good. Mm, mm, mm. That's that's profound. Um, for the apostle Paul in this verse of the day, he, he said. Um, he had to be given thorns. You know, the preceding verses that we read, it says um, he had tangible supernatural encounters and mm. said for him to be kept from being proud mm. and magnifying himself more than he should, he was mm. given a thorn in his flesh. Mm. Um, Bible scholars have tried to examine what this thorn could be, whether it was sickness or a disability or anything, but the description of a thorn in one's flesh is an unpleasant experience, yeah. and we cannot take that. Um, we cannot deny that fact. Yeah. Um, that um, the apostle Paul, this was the same person that handkerchiefs were taken from him, mm. and aprons, and um, the sick were healed. Yeah. Um, he had to go through this tough time. Mm. Um, so we see that the purpose of the thorn mm. was to keep him from going overboard. Yeah. The purpose of the thorn was to keep him in check. Mm to remind him that it is God who is walking through him yeah. and it is not he who has given himself those supernatural encounters. Yeah, what, what's, what's your perspective of the oh, thorn? I, I agree 100% because, um, you know, there are many many things signify thorns, as, as you have earlier stated. And um, for some people, it might be sicknesses, diseases in the bodies, uh, um, financial instabilities, death, Whatever it is that, 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 that seems like a thorn to you, but the truth is that it's, it's what you've called thorn, and it's fine. But the purpose of the thorn can be for many things. If you remember in John chapter 9, and um, I think verse 1 to 3, when Jesus was passing by and he saw a blind man who was, who was born blind, and um, his disciples were asking him, saying, who sinned? Was it this man? Was it his parents? Why was he born blind? And Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents, for this is so that the work of God will be made manifest in him. 
So sometimes the purpose of a thorn um, is so that the, the name of the Lord will be glorified, mm. if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So you might go through something, and when you come out of it, you have such a huge testimony to mm, share that mm. will bring loads of people to Christ. Yeah. Like someone who had a ghastly motor accident and um, survived it mm. and uh, maybe had to stay a couple of weeks in the hospital mm. and um, recovered and came, up, came back to church to talk about it. And someone else is in church and faith just rises in the person for maybe another person who is currently going through that situation right now. Like, if this person could be healed, I'm going to be healed as well. Yeah. So it, it, it might be for for various reasons that mm. we go through certain things. Mm. But while we are at it, one thing that should continue to ring in our head mm. is that God is with me. Yeah. His plans towards me are good and not of evil. He's yeah. bringing me to an expected end. Yeah. This might seem difficult right now. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't even know what it means. Mm. I'm in pain. But I know mm. that all things work together for my good. And God is with me in this situation. And it's bringing me to an expected end. Yeah, yeah. Amen. 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 And um, it, it's very important that we note that God has our interest at heart. That's correct. And we, we must see God in, in the situations that we go through. Oh. Sometimes they're not pleasant. Oh. But we must understand that we serve a God in whom there is no evil. Oh. No, God does not bring evil, yeah. but even when we go through evil, yeah. he's there with us. Yeah. He said in Isaiah, when you walk through the fire, I will be with you. When you pass through the waters, it will not be drowned. Yeah. Like the three Hebrew boys, when they were in the fire, he was there with them. Yeah, you know, when you were talking, I just remembered um, Lazarus who died. Yeah. And for Lazarus, that was a thorn, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't even live to yeah. know the thorn. Yeah. Because he was People dead. Call it a thorn in his siblings. Yes, in his siblings, Mary and Martha. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah, the the siblings experienced that grief for a moment, but they experienced the resurrection power of God. Yeah. And we know what happened in that city, how yeah. people came to know the yeah. Lord yeah. because of what happened in Lazarus's life. Yeah, likewise, the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah, she, yeah. The, the, I mean, bleeding for 12 years is a huge turn. Mm. I don't think anyone deserves to go through it. Mm. But after she touched the hem of the garment of of Jesus, mm. she received that healing. Mm. And I, I'm not sure she kept quiet about it. She mm. went about talking about even the woman at the well mm. as well. We, we, she's recorded as one of the first evangelists for Christ because mm. after she encountered Jesus, mm. who had told her everything that no one else knew about her, she went about telling about the goodness of God. And the whole city came to Jesus. Okay. That's just to say that mm. sometimes when we go through these things, it's so that the name of the Lord will, will be, glorified. be glorified. And we should count ourselves worthy mm. as those who will bring about the glorification of, of the his name, name of God. Amen. Amen. As we begin to wrap up now, um, let's talk about the grace of God. You know, that, that verse says, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. And, and, and you know, the grace of God is the ability of God, is the power of God. We are living in an age where 
um, people always boast about their achievements. You know, they want to talk about their degrees. I'm a professor. I'm I'm and I'm an I'm an emeritus. <laughs> I've I've written so and so books. I've done this and that. But Paul was talking about his weaknesses. Because he had so much achievement in, in the faith mm. that he said if he talked about what he had achieved, he would become proud. Mm. So he, he said, you know, that, that thorn came into place to keep him in check. Mm. And then it was seen as a weakness. Mm. Then he said that he would boast in his weakness because in his weakness, the power of God mm. is made manifest. Yeah. You know, that's very counterintuitive. It's not natural. It's not natural for you to go on Instagram today and you see someone making a post of their weakness. No, no one will want to share their weakness on Facebook or on Twitter. You know, they want to share the new car, the new houses they've bought, but they don't want to talk about their weaknesses. But we know from this scripture that the weakness that we go through, whatever it may be, is is where the power of God is expressed. Yeah. God does not condemn us because of our weaknesses. Oh. It's oh. the devil that condemns. Yes. God uses our weaknesses oh. to bring forth his glory and power. That's correct. So, um, you, you know, you've just said it all, not to just keep repeating what you, you, you've said, but the grace of God is mm. sufficient for us. I think that's, that's a good place to end, yeah. by knowing that God is... God is with us in every situation mm. and his grace is sufficient. His ability is sufficient to see us through that situation and bring us right out of it. And would you just like to pray for those who are going through um, thorns in their flesh and weaknesses and uh, struggling? Just ask that God's grace will be abundant for them. Father, we just thank you for everyone who might be listening to us right now who is going through one thing or the other. We just ask that in your name that you will calm the storm around them and you will make you will show them your grace, your ability in this situation, and you will lead them through it. I also pray for patience for everyone to wait upon you and trust in your saving power and saving grace. We love you, Lord, and we bless your name in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Thank See you, you for having me. See you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye.